father named him Jabez saying because I bore him in pain and Jabez called on the God of Israel saying oh that you would indeed bless me and enlarge my territory that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil that I may not cause pain. So God granted what he requested. Amen. I want to preach, watch chapel, family, friends, friends of God, as the Holy Spirit shall give me help from the topic, don't settle. Do not settle. Look at your neighbor wherever you are. Put a smile on your face. Say, neighbor, do not settle. Lord, bless your word. Bless your preacher. Bless me as your mouthpiece. Your words, my mouth. Remove every distraction so we might hear from you. In Jesus' name, amen. For those of us who spend time in the Word of God, we have discovered who does what well and who is known for what. If you spend time meditating, reading, studying, and perusing the pages of sacred scripture. Then on the journey towards becoming biblically aware and literate, you have discovered who did what well and who was known for what. In so many instances, as we read the pages of sacred scripture, the writers of sacred scripture have described and emphasized who did what well and who was known for what. Abraham and Sarah were known for their extraordinary faith in Almighty God, while Phoebe, the first deacon of the church, was known for being a servant leader. Esther was known for her availability and courage, while Barnabas was known for his supernatural ability to encourage those who were in need of encouragement. Ruth was known for her selflessness, while Solomon was known for his wisdom. Rahab was known for her resourcefulness, while Paul was known for his passion and zeal for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mary was known for her surrender and yieldedness to the will of God, while Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, was known for his unconditional love for the entire world. Scripture emphasizes and describes who did what well and who was known for what. According to this familiar Old Testament passage of Scripture, 
we discover a man by the name of Jabez who was known for the priority of prayer and his practice of the discipline of prayer. We don't know much about Jabez, but we do know that Jabez is known for this simple yet profound prayer that he prayed that changed the trajectory of his life and changed his family tree. We don't know much about his family lineage, but we do know that Jabez was a man of prayer. We don't know much about his family life, but we do know that Jabez was a man of prayer. We don't know much about his everyday affiliations or his extracurricular activities, but we do know that Jabez was a man of prayer. Jabez prayed a prayer. God answered. His life was radically changed for the better and the glory of God because Jabez prayed and was known as a man of prayer. While Jabez is known as a man of prayer, watch chapel, the prayer of Jabez is grounded and rooted in his refusal to settle for the circumstances concerning his birth. According to the text, Jabez is known as a person of prayer, but equally important and significant, Jabez ought to be known for his refusal to settle for the circumstances of his birth. Jabez, according to the text, was named Jabez because of the painful circumstances of his birth. We are not sure exactly concerning what made his birth so painful. We don't know if it was a breech birth. We don't know if it was an emergency C-section. We don't know the circumstances of his parents' relationship that might have made the birth painful. But we do know that his mama did not name him Tom. His mama did not name him Daniel. His mama did not name him Samuel. His mama did not name him Joshua, but his mama named him Jabez, which means he was born in pain. Yet according to the text, despite the painful circumstances of his birth, Jabez prays to God. Consequently, he does not settle, but Jabez in his prayer is willing to ask God for more. Walk with me, watch chapel. Jabez is born in pain. But because Jabez does not settle for the painful circumstances of his birth, Jabez is willing to ask God for more. 
And while we as believers have the ability and capacity to communicate with God and ask God for more in prayer, we have the capacity. Let me talk about prayer real quick, somebody. You and I have the capacity and the privilege and responsibility to dialogue with the God of the cosmos to ask God for more. As believers, prayer is a privilege and responsibility. We have not because we ask not. We have not because we ask amiss. We have not seen all that God can do and wants to do because you and I have not taken everything to God in prayer. And while we have the ability and capacity to ask God for more, too many of us have settled for what we've always had in life because we have not had the audacity to ask God for more. And I preach this word on this Sunday morning to dare to encourage, to catalyze some man, some woman who hears me preaching to ask God for more. Don't settle. Maybe the sin that we are convicted of by the Holy Spirit on this Lord's day is the sin of settling. How many of us have settled for less than what God wants to do in our lives? Why are we settling for drama when God wants to give us peace? Why are we settling for a piece of something when God wants you to have the whole pie? Why are we settling for being happy when God wants to give us joy? Why are we settling for leftovers and substandard resources when God says no good thing will he withhold from us? Why are we settling, y'all ain't talking to me in here, for hand-me-downs when God wants to open a door and make a way? Why settle for being the tail when you can be the head? Why settle for underachieving when God wants to promote you? Why settle for dysfunction when God wants to heal your hurts? Why settle for the routine and mundane when God wants to open the windows of heaven and do the miraculous and wonders in your life. Why settle? Can I preach this word? And if you read this text, Jabez refuses to settle. And as believers, I preach this to encourage some man, some woman to make up in your mind on this fourth Sunday in January 2021. Today is the last day in my life I'm going to settle. Why settle for being a spiritual pygmy when you can grow in Christ? Why settle for less than when you can have peace? Why settle for mess and drama when you can have the joy of the Lord that God promises you? Why settle for something that is beneath your privilege when God says you are blessed and highly favored? Why settle for being a side piece when God says you can deserve better in your life? Ain't nobody talking to Pastor White on this Sunday morning 
Jabez makes up in his mind that he ain't going to settle. Or for those of you grammarians, Jabez says he is not going to settle. Consequently, Jabez says, God, increase my territory. Enlarge my territory. Jabez prays. Because he refuses to settle. Can I preach this word? And somebody needs to hear on this Sunday morning, our prayerfulness is connected to what God can do in our lives. Jabez refuses to settle. Consequently, Jabez prays to the God of Israel. What happens when you and I refuse to settle? When you and I refuse to settle Watch Chapel, we challenge our character. Notice what the text says in verse 9, walk with me, Watch Chapel. The text says, Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. Jabez is known as a man of honor because he refuses to settle. And when you and I refuse to settle, for the pain of our past, circumstances that are dysfunctional, toxic, and less than what God says we can have in life, refusing to settle will challenge our character. Let me preach this. Sometimes our character is less than what it could be. Our integrity is less than what it could be. We are less trustworthy than we could be because we have settled for being less than who God says we can become. When you and I embrace a challenge to be and do all that God says we can be and do, consequently our character has to change and grow. If you settle for five-finger discounts, amen, somebody, then your character will be that of somebody who is untrustworthy. But if you and I are willing to rise to the occasion, work and be honest and integrous, our character consequently will be challenged and rise. Amen, somebody. This is a hard word, but a good word. Because when you and I cheat, we cheat ourselves. Can I preach this? We may think we are getting away with something. We might think nobody sees. Amen. But character is who you are when nobody's around. You can have a good reputation, but reputation ain't nothing. Character and reputation are different. Reputation is who folk think you are, but character is who you really are. Do you have character when somebody drops a $100 bill on the ground, or do you uh, just have reputation? Do you have character when you are at home coming, amen, somebody, and uh, the family is back at their residence? Y'all ain't talking to me. 
Uh, do you have character when you are away and sliding into somebody's DM? Y'all ain't talking to me. When you think nobody knows that you are sliding into somebody's DM. Can I preach this word? Do you have character when nobody you know is around and you think you can get away with something where there are cameras everywhere looking and watching, recording everything we do? Do you have character? Jabez doesn't settle. Consequently, his character is challenged. That's why every now and then we need to embrace a godly, sanctified challenge on our own. When you challenge, amen, respond to the challenge of Almighty God, God will challenge your character. You'll be more holy. We will cuss less. We'll forgive more. We'll reconcile more. We'll pray more. Amen, somebody. During these 21 days of prayer and fasting, how many of us have seen our character become challenged? I could get away with it. I could eat that, amen. I could drink that, amen. I could slip here and do that, amen, somebody. I could, I'm looking around, amen, right now. Ain't nobody seeing me. I, I don't see Deacon Bass. I could, but I want God to work on my character. Maybe the reason we ain't promoted the way we want to be promoted because it ain't a matter of ability. Sometimes it's character. It ain't always ability. Sometimes we ain't trustworthy. Sometimes we are sneaky. We are sly. We are ducking and dodging, creeping and doing all kinds. It ain't ability sometimes. Sometimes it's character. Preach, pastor. When we don't settle... Our character is challenged, but not only is our character challenged, when we refuse to settle, our circumstances can change. Jabez was born in pain, but Jabez does not stay in pain. We don't know what led to his mama naming him Jabez, but we do know that Jabez becomes a man of honor despite the circumstances of his birth. Jabez experiences a consecrated comma in his life, born in pain. But God changed his circumstances and became a man of honor. And Jabez's circumstances changing Watch Chapel are connected to his communication with Almighty God. Never dispute or trivialize or minimize the power of a conversation with Almighty God. We talk about prayer changing things and prayer changing people and prayer changing. Amen. And the power of Jabez's life is that Jabez is born in pain. He prays and God changes his life. I'm talking to somebody right now who is minimizing and trivializing the power of prayer. The power is in Almighty God who can change our circumstances 
who among us right now has seen God do the amazing, has seen God bless, has seen God change, has seen God deliver, has seen God forgive, has seen God open doors because you and I thought it not robbery to go to God in prayer. As you read the text, notice Jabez is not praying a cute, polite prayer. But Jabez calls out to the God of heaven. And every now and then when your back is up against the wall, when the pain is overwhelming, when the circumstances are above our pay grade, it ain't the time to pray a cute prayer. Thou who art from everlasting to everlasting, you ain't trying to impress nobody. You ain't trying to be rhetorically gifted. You ain't trying to demonstrate your vocabulary. You just crying out, God! Help me. I'm in pain. Heal my marriage. Heal my family. Heal the nation. Cry out to God. And somebody knows God will change your circumstances. Jabez refuses to settle. Consequently, his circumstances are changed. Let me say this to somebody right now. Maybe our circumstances have not yet changed because we have not called out to the God of heaven. We have had rum and coke, but we haven't called on heaven. We have had heroin and cocaine, but we have not called out to the God of heaven. We have engaged in retail therapy. We have put our business on social media, but have we called out to the God of heaven? I dare somebody to call out to the God of heaven and wait and watch God work on your behalf. Jabez doesn't settle. Consequently, his character is challenged. When he doesn't settle, his circumstances are changed. When he doesn't settle, he can celebrate the ability of the Almighty. Look at what God does in verse 10. At the end of verse 10, it says, And God granted his request. Here's the close watch chapel. Here, in the words of Frank Thomas, is the reason to celebrate. When you and I don't settle, God will challenge our character. God will change our circumstances. But God will give us a reason to celebrate his awesome ability. Only God could have changed the circumstances of Jabez's life. Only God could have altered his destiny. Only God could have worked a miracle out of this mess. Only God could have blessed out of this burden. And I'm going to my seat right now, watch chapel. As I make my way to my seat, when you and I don't settle... God will give us a reason or reasons to celebrate the ability of the Almighty. Who, and I, who among us can look back over your life and have called on the name of God and now have a reason to celebrate what God has done in our lives? Born in pain, but God made us a man or woman of honor. Born 
born on the wrong side of the tracks, but God brought us out of the hell we were in. Diagnosed with terminal cancer, but God still gave us a testimony. Let me close right now. Somebody saw me the other day and said, Pastor, I like your hoodie. Where'd you get it from? Or the other day I had a but God hoodie on. And that's somebody's testimony right now. But God, I was sinking deep in sin. But God made a way. I was sick, but God gave me a reason to celebrate. Somebody think about your but God testimony. Let me not preach to myself on Sunday morning. Does anybody in here, does anybody in Dayton, Ohio, anybody in Cincinnati, anybody in Baltimore, anybody in Tampa, anybody in Kansas City have a but God testimony? Anybody in the 919, the 252, the 910, the 828 have a but God testimony? I was dead. But God resurrected me. I had lost my mind. But God gave me peace. I thought I was going to lose it. But God gave me joy. I didn't have anything. But God provided. I was on my way to hell. But God saved my soul. But God. Celebrate. What prayers has God answered? I ain't talking about the little stuff you at Crabtree prayed for, parking space. I, I'm talking about you, you, were, you, you were diagnosed with stage four cancer, but you're still alive right now. Celebrate. What prayers has God answered that we ought to celebrate? You, you had surgery unexpected <laughs> you started out Monday one day Friday you were in ICU now you are healing and recovering you got furloughed in March because of the pandemic but the mortgage still got paid I'm talking to somebody right now God has more for us. And when I talk about more, I ain't just talking about more stuff. I'm talking about more peace, more joy, more wisdom, more maturity, more growth. Every blessing ain't material. You don't need no more shoes. You don't need another suit. You got blue, black, gray. You got every color gators. You got the Crayola box of gators. You got now later gators. But you don't sleep at night. Don't settle. Don't settle. In what area of my life do I need to make up my mind not to settle today? You bitter. Why settle for being mad all the doggone time? You mad at the doggone world. You don't smile. You don't laugh. 
Life too short. Somebody, I'm claiming three of 252 right now. You need a church home. You need brothers and sisters who are going to be iron that sharpens iron to you. We're not settling. We went in souls in Jesus' name. We're going to believe the report of the Lord. That's that J.J. Harrison. We got to sing that coming up soon now. That don't kill me, boy. Let me tell you. <laughs> Somebody needs a church home. You need a savior. You need a church family. Watch Chapel is your family. Come on, my sister. Come on, my brother. Go to the Contact Us tab right now. Our choir is about to bless us. May the grace of our Lord and Savior, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with us until we shall meet again. Don't settle. Amen. It's a new season. It's a new